business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It's Avi on Money Show. It's Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us. And one of the other things that have sprung out of COVID and redeveloped due to necessity and due to the fact that we needed different ways of operating is how we pay for things. You know, the traditional way of paying for, for stuff online is with your credit card, simply gone and you do it. And even that has grown in leaps and bounds. But there's a new kid on the block. There's a new way of doing it. And on the line with me is Jared Deacon, who's head of growth at part payment platform called Payflex. Jared, welcome to Chai FM. Avi, thank you so much for having me. Great to have you with us. Jared, just tell us a little bit about um, Payflex. First of all, your website's great. It's easy, nice videos, really explain things. Also, fact like the fact that you've got some of my favorite shops on there. Um, Cycle Lab is there, which is good to see. But give us a little bit of history, when you guys started, how the idea came up, and how you guys operate. For sure. So, Buy Now, Pay Later was really born out of Australia from a company called Afterpay. So, they were the, the custodians. They started Buy Now, Pay Later, and they've grown into a massive international brand. We have brought Buy Now, Pay Later to South Africa, to the South African shores, and we offer a new and innovative way of transacting. Internationally, you have the likes of Klarna, you have the likes of Zip, who are our strategic partners. And we now offer a six-week interest-free payment method for our users. Essentially, if you are a user and you want to buy something, let's say, for a 1,000 Rand, you only have to pay 25% up front, and then the rest you can flex interest-free. So that's 75% over six weeks. That is absolutely incredible. At the moment, interest rates are very low, but you interest rates in South Africa tend to run higher than most other developed countries. So that's an incredible benefit. Um, let's take a practical example, Cycle Lab. One doesn't walk in and out there with a thousand rand. It's not that type of shop. Um, <laughs> it tends to be a little bit more. Um, how does the system actually work? So would I go and pay at Cycle Lab through your platform? In other words, I'd have to do it online or do I do it in store? So we are a payment gateway. We offer pay now and pay later, but our USP is the buy now, pay later. We are focused on e-commerce at the moment, but we are launching in store later this year. So what would you, you do? You'd go onto Cycle Labs e-commerce store. You would select your favorite item. Let's say it is a helmet. And then from that perspective, you would utilize Payflex on the checkout opportunity. So select Payflex. If you've never used us before, all you need is a South African ID and your phone number, and we run an instant check. We then approve you, and you are then able to have this access to our Buy Now, Pay Later platform and pay later. So it's only 25% upfront, and then the rest you can you can flex, as I've mentioned. So it's a nice way of engaging online, and once we are in store, we will be launching with, with Cycle Lab in store, where you can go in and engage with your um, with, with individuals, Physically. Yeah, I don't know what we've said, but the lines have gone ballistic. Basically, everybody's asking the same sort of thing. Which credit card? How does it work? What must I use? So everybody, before we answer each individual question, let's keep the conversation going. And I'm sure all those questions will get answered as we go out. 
So the first thing we've, we, we've um, established is that there's an online vetting credit system, which is basically instantaneous. Um, I suppose you, um, if I'm applying, I need to get permission for you to do that. Then I, then let's say I'm buying an item for 10,000 rands. So I would have to put down what, 2,500. Correct. And then the balance over the period of time. That's now, correct. So first of all, how do I pay the 2,500 using my existing mechanisms like my credit card or my debit card? Yeah. So we work on the South African card rail system. So we are suitable for any Visa or MasterCard, any debit or credit card. So as if you were at a normal payment gateway, um, you would then be able to utilize your, your card. We utilize tokenization technology. I don't want to get too technical, but basically with the, any South African card, you would then be able to make the application on the pay later and then have access to this payment plan. So what I'm trying to understand is because, um, again, there's, there's another system there, for example, the right now I'm in Israel, where they have a system where you can pay things off and it sounds all glorious, but actually what they do is they just sort of block that limit off on your card and then they sort of hit it with you going down the road. How does it work here? Who holds the liability for that 7,500 Rand over the next six weeks? Um, I've only paid two and a half. Yeah, the short answer is Payflex. So from a merchant perspective, I think it's very important. A lot of merchants, um, you know, mention laybys. They mention more of the traditional ways of spending. With buy now, pay later, we settle the merchant within 24 hours. So they're getting, they're getting a benefit there. So from cash flow perspective, they can fulfill the, any stock automatically. From a user perspective, they get 100% of the benefits. So they get the opportunity to only pay 25% now. There's instant gratification where they get fulfilled. And then they have the six weeks to pay where Payflex takes the financial risk. And then we offer that to our users and we have a very good collection mechanism because we, we rely 100% on transparency and integrity. So we will send you an email 48 hours before saying your date is coming up where we're going to be doing the payment strike. Please ensure that there is the 25% on this day. So it's this whole success of understanding and uh, managing expectations. So you would debit the bank account directly? Oh, well, we, we debit the card. So as, as if it was a, okay. a card transaction, much like Uber. Okay, fantastic. Well, I think that answers a lot of the questions over there. Um, I've got a few questions myself coming up, but we, we need to run to the, to the store shortly. But for, before we go there, um, I just want to ask, how's it been taken up in South Africa? How's it being utilized? I think last year with COVID, um, really driving South Africa 10 years into the future with e-commerce, um, retail has been changed and I do think it will forever be changed. Um, buy now, pay later has been an international phenomenon with the likes of Klarna in Europe and Afterpay in um, Australasia. In South Africa, we have grown 20x over the last year, and we continue to see growth numbers as people want new and better innovative ways of payments. It's absolutely phenomenal, especially the fact that it's interest-free. What limit can I buy to? In other words, how much money can I spend? So I suppose that all depends on the credit check. That is correct. So we, we generally work exceptionally well between one and four thousand rand. So that's our, our AOV, our average basket size. Sorry, using buzzwords there. Um, sitting at about one thousand two hundred rand. So it works very effectively across the, the fashion segment and fast moving goods. Um, but we can look at, um, larger ticket items, for example, 10, 20,000 rand. Um, we do run that, that initial check. And we do award a specific amount. It's per user basis. And from that perspective, we then look at how we can structure your payments um, effectively and quickly as possible. Okay. So 
the truth is it's actually for smaller <clears throat> smaller ticket items. It's not for large items. You know, again, the cycle lab, you wouldn't be able to go in and pick up a bike for 120,000 rand, pay down 20 or 30 grand and pay the rest over six weeks. That's not the, that's not the nature of the platform. So the mechanism works exceptionally well as it is only a six week payment plan. Um, right. If you wanted to be looking at 120,000 rand, there are, I mean, cash up front is one option, but if you don't, then there are other traditional um, credit facilities where you would then have to go for a loan and go through all the FICA and RICO requirements. Where with Payflex, right. it is a lot more of the fast moving goods. If you can afford to, to pay off something for 20,000 rand over six weeks, um, we do see laptops get sold. We do see higher ticket items uh, like um, Evolve skateboards. So a lot of our merchants do sell furnitures, furniture items, and we, we do allow that if the six weeks is um, pertainable to your, your current salary brackets. Okay, so the questions are coming through now. Why six weeks? Why not three months? And I suppose that's going to do with the FICA and Eureka and all that. Stuff. Correct, correct, Avi. So we operate um, outside of, of normal regulations in terms of National Credit Act um, as we are not offering interest to the user. So the shopper gets 100% of the benefits. And the six weeks is a, is a true buy now, pay later offering, which has been replicable from across the world. In North America, it's successful. In Europe, it's successful. And we wanted to bring that six weeks success to South Africa. Okay, so one question I need to ask is, it's all good and well. If I was an investor and you guys needed money and you came to me and said, please go have another 20 million to get forward, my first question was, well, where do you generate profit? You're not getting it from the purchaser. You're not getting it from the merchant. So where's the money being generated? So we do partner with merchants um, on, a, on a case-to-case basis. But at the end of the day, we've seen traditional uh, transactions on the credit card rails have been very rigid where we come through, we partner, we try and see how we can incentivize and drive sales for the merchant. But at the end of the day, we do have a transaction fee like a normal payment gateway would, and that's where we, we do generate our income commercially. Okay, so put simply, it's it's a fee that's charged to the merchant, so to speak. It's a percentage like a normal credit card. So if I'm buying through you, the price that I see on the website is exactly the price I'm going to pay. The merchant is sort of paying you, is, is accepting your payment method um, at a percentage simply because it will increase their sales and efficiencies. That is exactly it. So with that, that average um, basket value increase, and we do see across our 550 merchants a 22% increase. Um, that is a tool that we, we offer um, by saying people want to spend, people want to engage. And this is just streamlining that and providing a much easier way to engage. Okay. Um, Joe, let me ask you, has COVID really been just a storm, the perfect storm that you got caught in and all of a sudden your sales were full and your ship, so to speak, was going forward? Once this dies down, because it will come to an end and things will return not to where they were, but, you know, to to more or less um, slightly adapted and changed normality, do you feel that you guys will still have a place in the market or is it just a flash in the pan? So I'm going to take this this question into two parts. One, from a COVID perspective, we have seen massive growth. And like you mentioned, uh, we want to capitalize on that and we want to make sure that our systems are robust and that our financing options are 100% aligned. We have gone through the, the teething process. We've been around for over four years now. So from our perspective, it's about how can we grow sustainably and educate users 
So from our perspective, the more users that engage with Buy Now, Pay Later and engage online, the better it is moving forward. And we believe that e-commerce is here to stay. Okay, so at the end of the day, South Africa is very well known for its malls. There's big malls. There's lots of them. Um, you know, one thing, again, I've, I've picked up from not being in South Africa for the last two or three months, getting petrol is an issue. You've got to plan to go and get petrol. In South Africa, you never have to think. You know, all of us are, you know, oh, I'm at Discovery, therefore I've got to go to Shovel BP, I've got e-bucks, I want to go to the engine. That's your biggest concern. But you're never a couple of blocks away from a petrol station. Um, South Africans are used to convenience. They used to have thing, things ready at their fingertips, you know, in, in the bigger cities. Um, this is just another quiver in the bow. It just makes life that much easier. The, the, the issue is that you're still relying on the merchant, though, for delivery. Am I right? You're not a an Amazon or a Alibaba or a scenario like that. We aren't um, an e-commerce shop ourselves. So from our perspective, we do build a user base, but we are a part of the ecosystem, which is e-commerce. So we help facilitate payments, we help drive users, and we help drive sales, and then provide the products in terms of payments effectively, and we try and streamline that process. From a fulfillment perspective, that is up to the merchant. Um, but what's quite nice is that we partner with every single one of our merchants. So we don't have an open API um, for, for layman's terms of plugin. We have to go through a consultative approach through every single merchant. So we go through a stringent check to make sure that we're partnering with merchants that are actually going to be delivering your goods within a reasonable time. And by that means, we are developing a network of shops and, and merchant partners that are credible and that are do, and that do deliver. Jared, if I had to be a fly on the wall in your boardroom two years ago and like sort of gate crash or strat meeting where you're all getting together with piles, I don't know what you guys do, bultong or chips and beer, and you were going to discuss where we're going to be in two years' time. My question is in two parts. Number one, are you there? Have you seen, have you achieved what you set out to achieve? And if I had to be that fly today, what plans do you have for the future? That's a, that's a very good question. I, I would say two years ago, it's how long is a piece of string? I mean, we partnered with the likes of a Superbalist, which is a NASPA's own company. Um, there was a, a humongous growth um, through e-commerce and COVID changing within the landscape. We hit all of our targets last year. Um, but as you know, we're always um, accountable to shareholders and investors, and we want to make sure that we are consistently growing and we're consistently performing. So we, we are hitting double-digit growth month on month, which is, is our target. But at the same time, moving forward is there's so much landscape. If you're looking at payments within South Africa, 97% of payments are done brick and mortar. So there's only 3% are in e-commerce. As that changes and evolves, we want to be at the forefront of that change and that evolution and make sure that our system is 100% robust and answering to the new users that are acquired. But at the same time, moving forward, we are going to be launching in-store, which will provide a shift in terms of demographic and who we can target. Like you mentioned earlier in your, your petrol station example, a lot of people are very um, loyal to their specific malls. And that's great. We want to keep that in, in, in touch by offering you an in-store solution. But e-commerce is the way that things are shifting currently, and we want to be at the forefront of that. Okay, let me let me move away from your company, Payfast, specifically, and, and just talk generally about the business. And I think I mentioned this a while ago. I remember David O'Sullivan, he decided he was buying all his year-end gifts online. And he went online, and then, then what does he do? And I remember thinking, well, you're right, well, what is online? Where do you go? Where do you start? If you had that conversation now and you couldn't answer those questions, 
almost feel like you don't deserve to own a computer because you're just so out of the loop. Where are we going to be in two or three or four years' time, specifically in South Africa? So I always give the example of if you're selling something at your local market. On a Saturday, you want to take something small. Let's say it's a, you know an accessory. You are only speaking to people that go to that market at that specific time. If it rains, then you're going to get less people. If it's if there's a birthday there, then you'll have more people that you can that you can target. Online allows you to target the entire country. With logistics in South Africa and fulfillment, you can speak to literally 60 million people that can have access to the internet. So where it is going, I do think that we are we're seeing a lot more adoption in terms of e-commerce. And the big institutions like, for example, Ackermans, um, they have to go online in order to stay abreast of what is changing. So, which is how can we access people? How can we have access to bigger crowds and how can we have access to more consumers? And if you're not offering that 60 million plus user base, then you are going to be left behind. You know, one thing we know that South Africa has got a massive, what they call in economics, Gini coefficient. That's a difference between simply between the haves and the have nots. Um, and the have nots in South Africa, unfortunately, are the vast majority of the population. Together with that, coupled with that is it's often single family and, and parent households. It's often woman-run households, um, and it's often elder ladies, but they've really got the technology and they're using the certain banking apps and the certain payment um, um, gateways. But again, if uh, you use the example of Ackermans, Ackermans PEP, for example, would be the go-to store for people in that socioeconomic strata. If they could use your system, that would allow them, for example, to buy more now um, at one time when they need it and be able to pay it off because ultimately they would pay the sum, they would, they would purchase the same stuff, but just over a period of time. But what they're going to save is a transport cost of getting to and from just by going once. Is, is that a market that you're looking at getting into or that you're looking at harnessing and just adding value there? So when you open up a bank account, which uh, it, if you look at the numbers, 90% of people have a bank account. So if you look at the formal sector, you get a debit card with that account. So by, by means of just having a debit card, you can utilize our system um, just purely based on the pay now side and utilizing e-commerce as a whole. So we are looking at engaging a little bit more with the broader markets. I mean, if you're looking at, like you mentioned, the, the higher LSM or the higher demographic, people know where they shop. They have their, their local shops that are online. But within store, and when we launch that later on in the year, we'll then be able to physically come through and engage with, um, with shoppers. Where right now, with a debit card, you can still utilize us, but you would need an internet connection. Um, the, the bigger stores, the Cotton Ons, the Forever News, the Runway Sales, they all do have e-commerce stores. And thank goodness that we, we have partnered with them. So you would be able to use our system on them. Are you aiming to get to a point where your payment system will just be there automatically? We'll just So we'll get used to the fact that, oh, there's that option that one can simply just access simply because it's just there. Just by knowing that uh, Playfax is there. And therefore, it'll become, you know, a part of the South African landscape. Are you looking to get to that point? Spot on. As we grow and as we get uh, more users, we want to engage and we want to educate. And we want to make sure that we have all of the, the merchant partners on that are credible and build that network from a merchant perspective and from a shopper perspective. Um, we, we currently have something called the store directory on our site, which allows okay. you to shop with everyone that we've engaged with. And from that perspective, 
uh, you can go on to a, like I mentioned, some of the, the merchants and engage directly with them. But we would like to acquire more users and educate people to say, buy now, pay later is here and it's here to stay. It has been successful internationally and it will be successful in South Africa. Put you on the spot. Any exciting new members coming on in the next couple of months that we can look forward to? Most definitely. So the every shop has just launched. Um, so that is the, the JD Group's um, op, uh, say direct competitor to take a lot. So we have signed with them. So that one's going to oh, wow. be an exceptionally exciting one for us. Um, we do have quite a few coming on board. Uh, we launch it with Forever New soon. Um, and then Biddle Buy is probably another blue chip opportunity that, that we will be launching with them in the next two weeks. So at the end of the day, this is a sizable business. It's, it's really not a, a flash in the pan. You've structured it, you've geared off or you've leveraged off an existing international or multinational that's really done well. And you've just geared it to the South African market. Um, one example I often give, um, I don't know if our president would, would be too excited if I had to mention this, but I'm going to anyway. When uh, McDonald's started in South Africa, they they took, from what I understand, the model from Russia because they wanted a system where you're dealing with people that are tough, people that have are, got a different way of operating, not the American system. Um, you know, it's a new innovative thing. And within a week, they had to shut down the whole McDonald's uh, logic. They had to shut the stores down. They had to reinvent themselves because it just wasn't working. Have you had to rebuild the model to suit South African way of doing business? So it's a very good point. We we have seen the model work very well internationally. So we, we want to make sure that we're educating users so that they can get the best benefit out of it. But I must just reiterate, we are a South African business run by South Africans. Even though we have an international um, technology and we have an international replicable um, offering, at the end of the day, we're still South African at heart and we want to tailor everything and all our messaging to South Africans. Payflex is only South African. So yes, we are aligned internationally, but we're still looking to provide the best opportunity for the local market. And clearly you've hit another nerve here because there's quite two, three, four youngsters who are all SMSing wanting to know if you guys are hiring, if you have opportunities for university graduates. Most definitely. So so we are a growing business. Um, I would say go to payflex.co.za. We do have a careers page. Um, there's an opportunity there. I'd say log, log in and then we'll, we'll contact you through our resource department. Besides the success of the business, besides the fact that it's up and running, it's a South African business um, and the demographics, you know, are, are, are clearly a challenge for any business in South Africa now. It takes somebody brave. It takes someone with foresight. And most importantly, it takes people who believe in the country to start a business like this now because it's not an easy place to do business and it's often a very disappointing place if you don't get it right. Um, what, are, what, are you, what would your advice be for young people coming in with a new idea, you know, got the choice between staying in the corporate world where things are almost certain and secure, but they've got a great idea and going out there and trying to tackle the African market. From your own point of view, from your business perspective, what are your feelings there? Um, I don't think anyone is ever safe. Um, I, I hear your points in terms of corporates. Um, corporates are um, kind of the traditional route, but at the end of the day, anything can happen. I mean, we look at Edcon, we look at Escom, we look at massive businesses that are shedding shedding jobs at a rapid, rapid rate. Um, if you have a good idea, you know, you, you only regret the shots that you don't take. And I don't want to sound like like someone that, that's going to be preaching, but basically there's so much, there's such a wealth of understanding and education within South Africa. And I would chat to your friends, chat to your family and see the, the network that you have. 
and see how you can leverage off of that. I'm not saying use them, I'm not saying from an Amway perspective or pyramid scheme, but use the network that you have, engage, and then from that perspective, you'll, you'll quickly find out if it is a good or a bad idea. And if you can't pitch it within two minutes, then it's probably not a good idea. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I really just want to just encourage everybody to go to your website. It's, it's really, it's payflex, P-A-Y-F-L-E-X dot C-O dot Z-A. Go along, have a look. It's an easy to use website. It, there's videos. It's, it's sort of self-intuitive and it's all there. Best of luck to you guys and thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Have a lovely day further.